are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may not be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. Hello, good evening everyone and welcome to tonight's episode of Beyond the Veil podcast where we bring you all the news, reviews and discussions and all sorts of community things on a weekly basis. My name is Antita and joining me tonight we have Veritas. Hello. Gingy. Hey guys. And Ember morning good morning whoa (laughs) it's well you just wake up and we we throw you to the wolves on twitch (laughs) well how is everyone today how was your your week since the last time busy yeah busy busy about the same busy busy yeah real life yeah i hear you i hear you especially before um before christmas holidays and new years right uh tell me about it i'm trying to do so many different things <laughs> in my home until then then i'm like ah, <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna make it but i will sure try so lots and lots and lots of great news actually coming out from the dev stream that uh, the team did last Friday. Did any of you guys uh, manage to catch it? I did. I was very excited. Pretty awesome, right? Like it it was chock full of good news, great news. And it was just like, wow. Okay, come on now. You got got Soul. You got Soul Fight Club. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Little victories, right? Count your blessings. But you do know Soul. I'm not quite sure the reasoning behind Soul when actually the Fight Club in London was actually the most popular. Well, wouldn't they fix all three? Yeah, no. no, For now, it's just Soul. So, for those of you who are wondering what we're on about, uh, one of the news that came out is that they are actually going to be enabling or activating um, equal footing buff at in the Soul Fight Club. And all the PvPers on the stream were just like, whoa, yay. <laughs> and uh, even Drenith was like, yeah, okay, so it, it might kind of get me through to when they finally release Fusang again. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. 
that might be why they've chosen Soul because it is a um a bit more of a complex um more of a complex zone playfield <laughs> yeah but yeah, it it's, is it's, it's not fusang but i'm i'm just i don't I, i'm just not understanding why soul and i hope they they they, they fix the spawn point because the spawn point i think for soul is actually outside even oh they didn't they it's, say that they will yeah, but that was in London. The spawn point in London was always inside the club, which was really good because it made it a lot easier but to get back. But then they changed it, right? Well, no, they just didn't implement it with the last yeah. with this game. Um, but but Seoul, um, as far as I can remember, the actual spawn point is outside, and it always has been. That's why London Fight Club was more popular with a lot of the tournaments because the spawn point was actually inside. Well, no, hang on. No, uh, the Seoul one was actually in the corridor just uh, through the open door uh, out uh, into the Seoul Fight Club. So technically it was inside. Well, if that's the case, um, then that's why most of, well, yeah, okay, if that's the case, a lot of the tournaments were held in London. So I've done one tournament in Seoul. Um, and all of the tournaments were in London. So, I, again, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to pour cold water on this because it's a step forward. But I just, I, I'm not quite sure why Seoul, but... No. It's it's baby steps. I mean, it's... um Yeah. It, it, Maybe because it's, of, they think it's London, close to Fusang. It's uh, different because a lot of people use that for, like, uh, tournaments. And it was close to, like, the Crusades and all that. And it's easier to get to, I think. For people who are starting out, it's like, okay, meet up in London and, and we can go from there. Also, big shout out to everyone on uh, Twitch uh, joining us live today. And especially to our Griff, who couldn't join us live, but she is listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, Griffy. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that was just one of the things. And I actually thought that you were going to be so excited. It's like, oh, my God, that there is at least some sort of pvp other than shambhala because well shambhala is like for you it's like that's not oh, don't well, be ridiculous yeah exactly. it's, it's dead to you yeah well shambhala's, shambhala's been PvP. beaten to death yeah. yeah it's not pvp no especially when everyone just goes to the same it's like the same old yeah. same old same, same old yeah. It's just, it, it, there's no variety there. I, I stopped going there. I used to go to Shambhala all the time in TSW. Now I can't remember the last time. I don't, I didn't even care for it when uh, people used to uh, grind it for anima shards. I just didn't care. <laughs> well, I got bitched it for making a game last longer than a minute because I was healing so good. Oh yeah! Wow! That, and that 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 to me was the end of Shambhala for me. Um, I got I got bitched in general chat for healing somebody and making the game last longer than a minute. And it's, it is a joke now, and it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So that is that. See, it doesn't really bode well for PvP in general. I, I'll just stop. Can I just stop, Yanti? I'm sorry. I don't think this is a PvP problem. This is just people using the mechanics. Yeah. True. This is, please don't say it's PvP. True. True. No, you're PvP absolutely is, right. Thank yeah, you for correcting me. Yeah. Sorry. I I I because I, I get a little bit annoyed about like all of this being 
the wrath being put on PVPers being exploiters. And if, <laughs> if, if, if it was PVPers playing Shambhala, trust me, that game would be lasting longer than a minute and I wouldn't be get I would be <laughs> yeah, getting bitched right? up for, for dying in a minute if, if I got if I was dead and not yeah. healing for longer. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I, the PVPers want PVP and Shamb- a lot of PVPers are not playing Shambhala because it's not PVP. So oh what's God, going on I there? Want... Go ahead. Sorry, on you go. No, 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 you go. Insane. Well, okay, we my, opened my up question. with a fiery topic. I'm dropping the mic. I'm dropping the mic now. Oh. <laughs> I, I do have a question for Very though. Do you know if Shambhala is still running? Because every time I try to queue up for it, it doesn't pop. Um, I think you'll find that, that this is a... Shambhala has been overtaken by Tokyo now with the canisters and the keys for the anima shots. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying that Shambhala was never about PvP. It was all about farm and anima shards. And, uh, and yeah, so. Yeah. So that's why Shambhala but is probably not happening. Things might be looking up for Shambhala in the longer <laughs> term because those uh, canisters um, from the containers and stuff in Tokyo are going to be watered down some. Oh. So that's the additional thing, right, that uh, they mentioned on the stream. But, I mean, let's, well, we should. I missed that, of... Antida, so do you want to explain that, actually? Yep. I must have missed that. So what they've done is, because everyone kind of feels that they have to grind Tokyo uh, to get those container keys, because they really do give out quite a lot. They give out, uh, you know, distillates, they give out a whole buttload (laughs) of anima shards. And um, the development team has looked at it and went, well, you know what, how about we lower the amount of XP and the anima shards that you get, uh, or it's just anima shards, I think, that you get from those uh, container keys. But on the other side of the of the border, so to speak, uh, we'll increase it for you know a lot of other different things, where you are also be able to get uh, anima shards. Like uh, for example, they added they are adding new loot. Um, I mean, there's tons of changes with the loot. Oh my God. Um, as, as you guys know, like, uh, glyphs, you could only get from scenarios, but you could only get glyphs, right? So you would get three, sometimes four, uh, distillates, and then you would get a glyph. Uh, you would go to layers for signets and then dungeons for, you know, uh, talisman and weapons and distillates of those. So those were like the three initial like trios, how you can get uh, that particular loot in the game. But what they've done now is they've added talisman and weapon or weapon distillates to scenario loot. They've added a signet bag and 800 anima shards. So you get all that for completing a scenario, right? So they've just diversified the loot across the board. Uh, for scenarios, dungeons, dungeons all, only the last boss though, and the layers as well. Now the signet bag that drops in the scenario will have a much smaller chance 
of dropping something uh, fantastic than in a particular layer. Plus, you can't control which what kind of signet you are going to get, whether it's going to be, uh, I don't know, a neck or, you know, um, occult and stuff like that. So um, you will actually, if you want a specific signet, you'll still go to the layer where the chance of something uh, nicer dropping is going to be better than in a scenario. But for those people who prefer to just do a scenario and, you know, take their chance, it's very, very good. Layers also. Uh, layers are going to be giving out 1,500 anima shards, signet bag, um, glyph distillate, um, finger signet, occult signet. Um, so, you know, there's, there's just so many different things um, that you end up getting as loot now. Just crazy. I mean, can you but, imagine what, what the inventories are going to look like? Uh, yeah, but, people but, say that, that we don't have enough inventory now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah. I well, was like, oh, crap, I, I'm going to have to buy some space, inventory so, space. <laughs> so why are they doing this? Because people are getting tired of grinding. Uh, no, it's diversifying where you the get grind, the so to speak. It, it, it's mm. not where you get it, but it's just... Because okay, let's so face like, it, Tokyo is not for everyone, right? Well, Tokyo not everyone's is not available. In Tokyo. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that that's sorry, that's what I meant. Um, so for those players who are not able to be in Tokyo and grind those container keys, they are at a disadvantage. But this way, if you are doing a scenario, by the way, these loot changes are only for elite modes, story modes. Uh, are not affected at all by these new loot changes. So if you're doing story mode, then the loot is as it is right now. But if you're going to, after the patch goes live, which we understand might be sometime next week, as early as next week, so fingers crossed, <laughs> which is far better than, you know, at the end of November. So uh, once the patch goes live, these loot changes are going to be valid for elites and above. So you've got a chance of getting a signet from a scenario. Yes. I think... What, Not what that you have a chance. I think that there's... You will. No. You'll get a bag. What, what happened? Did they actually get... Uh, but hey, here's the thing. I don't remember if they actually got it. Because it was one of the things that you could get. Yeah, go ahead. Because the moment you get a bag with a glyph in it, if you do a scenario... Yeah, but not a, not a signet, though. No. So you don't what, get, you don't, you also, you, like I said, you only get diff, a glyph distillates and a glyph bag. In addition to those two, now you're going to have talisman or weapon distillate, signet bag, and 800 anima shards. So you're going to get potentially six rewards out of scenario. Yes. Potentially, yes. That's potentially, or you will. Well, you we don't you know. should. You should. Yeah. The the loot bag that they opened up on the live stream showed uh, three glyph distillates and three other uh, other things. Um, I don't recall what they exactly were. Because anima shirts, I'm not sure if they popped up as normal uh, as part of the loot or they just kind of went directly into the currency.
I don't uh, think they were even on the list, to be honest. It's uh, you know, um, Eternal Winter in in Twitch is saying about reactivating all parts of the game. Um, I can kind of see where you're coming from there, Eternal. And well, they already uh, did. Food bucket said also with uh, you get a maximum of three scenario keys, so that kind of makes sense. That why would you get more if you don't have enough keys? What? What? I'm confused. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry. You can buy keys though, which is okay. But well, if you, oh, if you don't want to buy keys, I mean, these are free ones that you get. Yeah, which is fine. It's good that they're diversifying the loot because, say, hey, if you don't have ten people to go do a lair or five people to go do a lair, you know, you could just hop into scenarios or dungeons and get what you want. Yeah, sure. Well, it's at a dungeons... disperse rate. For dungeons, only the final boss uh, loot table has changed or will be changed with the new patch. The first five stay as it as they are right now. Well, that's, so that's important to note because people are just doing the one to two boss farms yep. and they completely skip the whole dungeon, which is annoying to other people. I yeah, mean, even though I mean, I, I don't see what the point is. There's five dungeons. Seriously, <laughs> okay. I can I can see it on higher end uh, elites like E fives and above, right? Because um, the mechanics change there quite a bit from E four to E five. Oh yeah, uh, and probably higher up. Not probably, but <laughs> definitely higher up as well. Especially like you know E ten. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean. Hopefully, uh, I, I actually, I really like this change because a lot of the times I feel like the times that I, at least before, that I was able to be on uh, online in-game, that was usually the time that no groups were really starting any layers. So it was always, oh, so I can't really, you know, I can't go do a lair by myself. <laughs> I can't, uh, or I don't get in into the mega uh, lair boss fight, um, or there's none. So I can't get distillates. I can. The only time that I maybe get them is from the caches that I open up daily, right? So it's like, well, you know, my signets are far and few in between. But with this, because I do scenarios on a, on a normal basis, and I usually do all three in a day because they're quick and I need to upgrade my glyphs. So now the fact that a signet bag uh, will drop and potentially give me uh, one of the signets that I need, whether I will end up keeping it or not, <laughs> you know, still to me, that's a big deal. I buy keys. I buy keys for Tokyo. Yeah, I would get in trouble if I started buying keys. Yeah, I, yeah, I buy I keys. Don't. <laughs> I, buy, I buy I buy ten keys a day because I I can't. <laughs> I really the grind in Tokyo. Yeah, I totally get that. I'm not a grinder. Um, <laughs> I'd rather just buy the keys, and and <laughs> I just buy the keys and I go open them and that's it. It's done. I've I've got what I need for the day and. Um, I don't sometimes even bother with I think my main issue at the moment with Secret World Legends apart from PvP um, is that the the progression is not scaled 
So rewards for me now um, mean very little, whereas at the very beginning they meant a lot. So um, a thousand cc um, distillate is 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 a like a, a drop in the ocean, yeah. whereas before if I was in green. It was a difference between like gearing up. So so now I'm starting to kind of lose a little bit of the impetus to do things because it just seems like um, it's much. It's going to be a longer journey um, to to get there. So yeah, that's that's where I'm finding a little bit of a a a problem with. It's not so much the 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 rewards from doing scenarios or doing um, uh, layers or raids or dungeons it's the, the fact that they're not um, well you're doing dungeons because you're levelling up your dungeons but they just don't seem to be levelling and the same with glyphs I suppose but distillates, the random drops of distillates just sometimes seem a bit of a waste of time sometimes, even on layers sometimes the reward for layers is not as good that's true. But I think they also mentioned that they're going to um they're going to change that as well so that it's more consistent. That uh like a rare chest gives a lot more uh than the regular chest. Um and I do believe that they changed that before, did they not? Or did they just change what comes from them? Because I remember there was a change back uh, a while back with regard to those uh, rare chests. I think it was the um, possibility of a nor. This is what is changing the uh, all the like the extraordinary uh, weapons and talismans that you get from dungeons. In the beginning, you know, everybody wanted those. But now they're kind of like, nah, you know, I don't care much for it. Those, because people are kind of passing them up, uh, those are going to get a boost as well. So they're going to be better than they are now. Some by quite a bit, some by only a little bit. So that's additional thing that... Uh, that they mentioned on the stream. So, by the way, uh, apart from Andy and Nicole, it was uh, Andrew Riker, also known as Mags, um, the systems guy, <laughs> uh, who was on the stream. And uh, he was explaining all of this. So that extraordinary loot will uh, be bumped up uh, when it comes to its values. Uh, so that you know, they're more wanted uh, by the players. Now, additionally, uh, remember how we, a lot of the times, and not just us, the entire community, especially like you said, Barry, when you level up, uh, when you empower an item, um, a talisman, say, or a weapon, and then you realize, oh, you just got, you know, a great loot, um, and it's uh, purple, and you are leveling something that is currently blue, say, that you want. Now, if that purple, you know, you can really use, um, use the blue one to empower the purple one, 
because you will just lose out of all that XP. Right now, um, it's like that. But with the new upcoming patch, upgrading items, 40% of the XP of the item being sacrificed for an upgrade will be saved and added to the item being empowered. That that's is huge. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good change. That's also needed, I think, for keeping people around. Yeah, well, because I was getting a bit frustrated about the fact we couldn't break stuff back down again. Because, okay, I accidentally um, put a signet into a hammer signet because it had the same symbol as another signet I was trying to upgrade. Mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't, I couldn't undo it. I sent a petition to customer service asking if I could, you know, I didn't necessarily want the signet, but could they just give me my distillate back? Um, this is how desperate I was in the, the early days to get my distillates. Um, and yeah, um, they, they couldn't do that. And I was a bit, maybe not so much breaking the distillates down, but when you're coming to like maybe gearing up, I've, I've upgraded weapons and talismans that, I've, that I shouldn't have upgraded, not being so clever in the early days. And I would love to just break them down and get the stuff back, the materials back. But yeah, that's a wish thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's a it's definitely a step in the right direction, you know, uh, when well, it comes yeah. to upgrading. Um, and it's well, something that we have been saying from day one: like, why lose everything? Why do I have to put in thousands and thousands of XP into something, and then completely lose everything? Why can't I just take something over? And Andrew did say that they did calculations in the background and all that jazz, and uh, they came up with 40% uh, as, you know, a good way of bringing what you had forward into another item. Well, that kind of that that kind of illustrates the point that I'm making. That at least now I won't have lost everything. Yeah, that's for sure. And also, like you said, if you mistakenly uh, put in a signet into a talisman or a weapon, and you go like, "Oh crap! Uh, I should have put something else." The cost of removing that particular signet or glyph is 20,000 moths. Uh, and that is huge. Also, they're changing that. So what they're going to do now is they're going to actually reverse it. Um, if you have something on a red or orange level, uh, mythic or legendary, it is going to cost you 20k, most likely. They, they still haven't finalized that. But if you're removing something from purple, blue, or green level uh, item, it's not going to cost you nearly as much. So they've downplayed that cost uh, quite a bit. And let's face it, when you're starting out in the game, you may not know which is the best if you just, you know, play solo. If you do not ask anyone, you just, you know, do it yourself. The chances of you having 20k moths <laughs> to remove a particular item uh, like Signet or Glyph 
uh, you know, you could probably use it for something better. <laughs> that, do, you, do you think that's down to the fact, though, that, that the market has gone down with a lot of stuff as well? Because sometimes it would be cheaper just to replace it. Yeah, that's true. It to, could to be. buy it, yeah. Do you know? I'm just thinking for signets. It's like there's some signets um on sale in Mark the 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 auction house now for what under a thousand moths. So five hundred six fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so, relatively cheap for that. So so now so now there's a supply. Why would you pay twenty thousand to remove uh, a a lower level signet when you could just buy it off the auction house and replace it? So. Yep. So, so one thing, yeah. see, one thing I think, I don't know, what do you guys think about this? Um, everything that we get, like all the signets, all the glyphs, you know, once you start upgrading talismans, weapons, anything, once you start empowering it, that's it, game over, it is character bound. But how about, and it doesn't matter to which level you bring it up. It's character bound. The moment you mess with it, <laughs> it's done. It's yours. And the only thing you can do it is vendor it. Um, you can't sell it. Because I started leveling up stuff thinking, well, I'll bring it to blue and then I'll sell it. But of course, I couldn't do that. So I ended up using up a whole bunch of <laughs> XP for an item that I basically vendored for like what? 250 shards I was like oh crap do you think it would be a good idea or a bad idea or maybe just an idea uh, for an item when you empower it to the next level to the next jump so to speak so going from green to blue from uh, highest blue level to you know purple uh, from purple to yellow or gold, call it whatever. Do you think it might be a good idea to then have the option of, well, what do you want to do with this item? Do you want to sell it or do you want to keep on empowering it and keep it for yourself? I think that uh, selling it, having that option of being able to get rid of it is a good thing. That being stuck with it for, you know, forever, life of your account. Well, do you mean like selling it, like selling it to be um, bind on yeah, a Yeah, on the auction yeah. house. Or even yeah. giving it away to somebody that she knows. I hear, do uh, open up a trade if we ever get trade and doing it that way. Well, don't you think that though that's kind of been in some way resolved because I'm now making it that you can use it to, um, that you can use it to upgrade other items now. So it's not going to be sitting redundant. If you don't want it anymore, you Still, can use it. Still, it's only 40%. Another... Still, it's only well, 40%, right? It's better than nothing, like you said. And I agree with that. I just well, think that it it would give something else because you would basically be using the XP of that item that you're sacrificing for the empowerment. But on the auction house, you're actually able to sell for a completely different kind of currency, which is moths. Well, well I have to... Sorry, Jen, I was just going to say, I've just had a PM um, from from Saramax who has um, telling me that they made it 40% because the 2.5 applier for the same type of talisman will apply to that 40% too. Well, that's, that's good, right? It should be. So doesn't that make it 100% then? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's 2.5%, 40%, it's 100%. Okay, obviously, our math is not strong with us today. (laughs) So yeah, that makes 100%. Well, okay. Um, if there's such so, a thing so, as an abstract math, I'm there. I'm there. So yeah, hey, for, so forty percent hey, when you put it in and it's the same, it's off the same talisman, then that two point five is going to apply, which means it's going to be a hundred percent. Just just throwing it out there, throwing it out there. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, but back true. to your item, like if you want to sell it on the auction house i say sure go for it but pay a price to turn that bind on pickup to bind on equip because people will abuse that so say like pay what farmers yeah farmers yeah. will definitely abuse that well that's the thing was that's a ecosystem within a game i mean you're not really going to get away from that it's just something that you might have to deal with so uh, well it's it's how they're doing uh with paying to uh, get your signets and glyphs back. Do yeah. the same to get the bind on equip back. Or yeah, yeah, that would definitely you know, kind of curb certain things <laughs> uh, that might develop as a result. I just think it would be another way to use the money, and it would. Uh, I guess you know I'm. I don't know. I never thought about it. Uh, in depth so i can't really say oh well you know economy wouldn't really be affected because of this and that or you know it would be really a great thing i don't know it was just an idea and i know that i personally would like to have that option i'm all about the options (laughs) it'd be another great like quality of life thing um also more like uh we were discussing in discord and people are asking for ap and sp syncs now and I'm like, hmm. Then we're going into, what was it, augments? Don't we have a museum for that? <laughs> no, because the museum doesn't use AP or SP anymore. Oh, shoot, that's they true. They just use shards. Oh, right. that, what, that was a big uh, sink back in the old classic vanilla game. Yeah. Well, um, just going back to chat, internal uh, winter. So sometimes with signets, you can't find the same titled item for weeks and you can't grow at all. I have had to remove signets. I grew to superior because I had to use another more popularly available signet of the same type. That gets frustrating. I, I can see that. <laughs> Try Absolutely. getting a laceration. Holy. Yeah. Also, Elmer Fudd brought up a good point uh, in the chat, in Twitch chat, that if you have a little pop-up before, you know, sell it or put on the auction house that say hey are you sure i mean that might be something that keep people from making mistakes and having to go to customer service and getting a um uh refund so to speak definitely can be suggested so yeah so it's it's you know just one of many many ideas that uh players think about every single day and they discuss them internally within their guilds within their uh discords and stuff like that but if you think you have an idea and if you're not scared of that idea being shot down uh you know 
go to the go to uh, directly to Funcom, go directly to Andy, suggest it, uh, go into the official Discord for uh, Secret World Legends, and interact with the community there. Uh, those are experienced players over there, a lot of them, and they will not, sh you know, shoot anyone's idea down. They will actually reason why yes and reason why no you know and who knows it might spark an idea into someone else and then into the develop in the development team and it might you know be a birth of something completely different that is going to be really really cool so <laughs> i um, i Don't have be an shy. idea I'd like to see i would like to see the multiplier increased by ip level and and that means that it, it might be encouraging people more to do the missions because then the bags from the missions will be worth more with the talismans, the green talismans in them. So for me, I'm doing my missions for my dailies. Um, then after that, I'm going to go do dungeons or layers uh, or scenarios because that's when I'm going to get the distillates and that's where I get the most value because of the gear that I have at the moment, which is, is, is mythic. So for me, um, what would be really good is if the multipliers went up by IP, so that when I put any of these um, green talisman into to um, upgrade any of the talisman that I have, that they would actually be worth more to me then. Okay. I like that idea. So, for, exam for example, you know, if I'm IP, oh, f f it's a bit like the way they're doing with maybe the layers. Um, maybe when you, um, this is this also might encourage people to do more dungeons as well, um, if or higher level dungeons rather than what what Jun was talking about with going in and doing E one and E two bosses. Mm. Um, if if well, not so much the 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 dungeons because they drop the distillates but and they're up they they are they are scaled but i'm just thinking if you're maybe ip 500 that the multiplier for the green um gear that you get from the bags doing the missions actually mean more maybe they're a multiplier by by three or four or five as you go up your ip yeah because that, I could, that's I could a cool thing i can see them having like in having in mind what they're doing right now what they have planned for this upcoming uh, quality of life patch uh, I'm not sure how difficult that would be to implement because you would need to do a whole bunch of recalculations probably and uh, then you know what happens is all those people who are on legendary <laughs> gear already is going to be like well I had to do this and this in order to do that you <laughs> Well, I feel that the now about these changes that are coming in, actually, because it's like I'm already gearing up two sets of gear. I've already geared up Mythic set of heels, and I've already geared up a purple set of DPS, and they're bringing in something now that means that I can use just one set of gear. But that's just the way it is. That's life. That's how, that's how a game evolves. You know, you, you play, you listen to what players are saying, you put in the changes. People that have been playing the game for the last couple of months are the ones that are actually making those changes happen. So you can't really, as a player who's been playing for months, complain then that they're now making the changes that you've been complaining about for the last two months. 
that's just life. But yeah. you know, uh, and and it's good for for players now quality of life. But um, so so yeah, you can't really say that that's that's just that, that to me would be um would stop the game from moving on. But I would just like to see. For you to, for me, I mean, I won't go to. I'll do my missions, my dailies in Scorch Desert, and that's me. I'm done, um, because going and doing any more missions, if it's not going to progress the storyline for me, it doesn't really matter. So that almost stops my gameplay actually playing in other zones. Um, I've even done my missions in Kingsmouth to do my dailies. So yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, Kingsmouth wanted to get them all done real quick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you're the less not amount doing of time that. to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, so, um, so by making that multiplier mean a little bit more when you're maybe moving up, it might actually encourage you to go get more bags, in zones, um, and do more missions. So, right, that's just a my tuppence worth. Lone Monkey in Twitch chat says, the only quality of life patch I need is the ability to select, lock, and change my chosen target as a DPS. I can choose defensive target, but not offensive target? I agree. <laughs> what? Targeting? What? Tab, tab we, targeting? we missed tab targeting. Uh, what's that what nonsense? Is this, what is this tab targeting you speak of? But you do know <laughs> that you can tab target friendly targets. Yeah. It's, um... You can tab target friendly targets. It's just not... I don't understand why this is missing because there's a there, they could have easily put that in as a settings. I I don't know how that would have gone with reticle though, but there is tab target and, and I use tab target and, and healing all the time because I you used can to tab do target. That? Yep, you can tab target. I used to tab target and healing in PvP all the time. I can do it here now as well. So you have to actually change something in the settings in order do, to yeah. do that. Yeah, because yeah. I can't. When I tried healing, that's why I gave up on healing because I wanted to heal in TSW, in uh, SWL, like I did in, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just ended up loving healing in TSW, so I wanted to do it here. And then I got, I started gearing up as a tank uh, slash DPS. Um, and then for the second one, I opted for heals. And then I went into my first Polaris and I was like, holy crap. What am I supposed to do here? Because I, I was new to <laughs> Radical and it just scared the bejesus out of me. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll give it some time before I <laughs> become more proficient in it. <laughs> well, it's, it's the game is also, I think uh, Jamie the Rabbit, he plays, of course, with bananas and stuff, but with a game console controller. Yeah. Well... There's definitely, I wonder if, you know, the modding community can, uh, not that it's a way out by any stretch of imagination, right? Because here's the thing, uh, the more mods that I have on my older computer, <laughs> the more issues I have with FPS and being that I have them, I have them far less than I did as SW and uh, in TSW, but I still do get them on occasion, right? And if someone else gets it, I get it like twice as long and twice as bad. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, there's just, there's a wish list. Maybe for the end of the end of the year, we should do like a little, little thing, like a, what's your wish list 
for SWL for 2018. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah, yeah. going to be. Yeah, sorry, unpredictable. But you know what? I I miss I miss El Dorado the most. I miss Stonehenge. I'm I miss those. I miss those zones. I miss Fusang, but because Fusang was not, I don't miss Fusang the most. I miss El Dorado the most, and then Stonehenge, and then Fusang, because that was my favorite toward the end. <laughs> um, so I guess you know you'll always miss what your favorite was. I'll tell you what's really been funny for me, what has been a really funny experience for me is um, PVPers have all seemed to form little communities. <laughs> yeah. SWL and, 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 and they're doing PVE, but but it's it's really like arms twisted and it's so funny because the chat I mean I mean I'm healing I mean I'm in a I'm in a raid at the moment with um with 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 a dragon that used to frequently kill me in in, in El Dorado, um, with uh, a couple of Lumis that used to go after me, um, in Fusang. Is it just super competitive PVE? Um, we just we just we just sit and bemoan the lack of PVE, uh, PVP, and the fact that we're having to do PVE. But this is us gearing up for PVP. This is how we justify it. So no, at, yeah. If there was any wish list that I had, even though I'm not a PVPer and I, you know, would not really interested in PVP, I would still want it for the game. Though I would still want it around. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, th th there's also the fact that there's a lot of us who exclusively played PVP. That was our game. You know, it wasn't. You know, we PVE'd to get the gear, but we PVP'd probably <laughs> seventy-five percent of the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. What PvP? It's more like playing chicken with wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Sh Shambhala. Yeah, that is Shambhala. Well, that sums up Shambhala completely. Um, uh, but, but the you know, Wabinator. Even, <laughs> but even Shambhala was game. funny. But even Shambhala in the old TSW was funny when, when people were PvPing. Because I remember um, um, watching um, somebody PvPing and uh, they used chaotic pool and they just took everybody off over they, yep. they were chasing after the player and they just took everybody off over the cliff and it was so funny to watch and it was just it was just really strategic and Shambhala used to be quite strategic it's not now so yeah no <laughs> but you know here's hoping that might change now the in addition to all these loot changes um Loot in the playfield in game is also going to change with the introduction of new uh, belts. Now, you know how once you hit is it level is it level twelve or fifteen when you start uh, getting uh, caches drop? Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, Right. So once you hit level 15, uh, as you kill the mobs, uh, each killed mob has a chance of dropping a cache. Those loot lanterns, call it what you will, the purple ones. <laughs> now, uh, they end up, uh, you then use the cache keys in order to open up those uh, caches. 
Now, they have actually uh, created new belts. So you get, uh, each weapon gets its own belt, and they are now going to have a chance of dropping instead of the loot lantern. These are new belts. Uh, they were showcased on the dev stream um, on the most basic level, I think. But I can't remember now, is it, it's an extraordinary one, right? Or is it just a green one? Was it a green one that was shown? Crap. I think it was green. Extra it's a basic one yeah. right so in any case but it's it's a new talisman it's a waste talisman and every weapon they're going, going to be weapon specific and uh from you know the changes they were making to the loot um they should be you know pretty pretty good and pretty reasonable um, when it comes to also to add to that uh there's going to be the nine belts, but there's they're adding a tenth belt that's not going to be related to any of the weapons. True. Yep. So that's yeah. that's interesting. So it, instead of the caches dropping, uh, they're they're still going to drop, right? And but these belts are going to drop too. Yes. I. But I I the way I understood it was, uh, every time the loot drops, it will either be the loot lantern with the regular stuff that we normally get. Or it's going to be that particular belt. Yeah, I, I really want them to reintroduce, you know, more game drops like that because that's that's what makes it feel like a, you know, I know it's not labeled an MMO, but it makes it feel like an MMO uh, when you yeah. get to pick up that item, and be like, oh yeah, and it's just, <sighs> I hope they add more, <laughs> especially if they're like zone specific. <laughs> yeah see that would that would be perfect and then people people uh <laughs> i guess gearing up you know you kind of breathe a sigh of relief especially a casual player who is not able to spend uh hours uh and hours on end um daily or weekly in order to gear up so <laughs> they count their blessings when they end up doing higher higher content when you know and then the mob does not attack them anymore <laughs> whereas once you hit uh purples pretty much in like the majority of the zones in uh, in SWL you can run through everything you can stomp over anything and you're like the king of the castle so to speak <laughs> nothing will attack you because you're so much more powerful than the mob so they just ignore you but uh, a lot of players are saying i've noticed that in chat as well a couple of times tonight uh that people are saying oh, please can you let the mob attack me <laughs> oh i don't know i i like it the way it is now <laughs> why i don't know i just do it I remember complaining about this very early on in this, this stream, the fact that we didn't aggro um, mobs and you used to aggro mobs in the old TSW when you were running your dailies and whatever's, well, some zones. Um, but, well, in all zones, it's just how quickly you killed them was the difference. Um, and I remember saying that at the time it didn't really offer much of a challenge because you got your daily. Well, 
here in this game now because that doesn't happen. You can run your dailies pretty quickly. Right, yeah. Which is oh, fine. Well. It there there's still a lot of level fifty zones. Most of Transylvania, uh, you know, City of the Sun God, um, Kaiden. There's also level fifty areas within some of the regions as well. It's just yeah, it makes it easier. It just I guess it's I like it as an aesthetic. What that what is they it don't Andy aggro. What is it Andy said last week, I think, on the stream? Players that take the path of least resistance. And I think the, the it's a bit contradictory on the stream they said about making sure that players didn't take the path of least resistance, but yet in the game, the now, we can take the path of least resistance to do the dailies because we can just run past these mobs. just seems a bit contradicting what they're trying to do. Well, I, I think it's they People want to make it easy enough anyways. for like a casual player to... to latch on and basically get the hint of what's going on and be able to play but without dumbing it down so far where it's just like handing you stuff hand over fist well okay so if a high level character went into kingsmith you know to do their dailies or to get it through and the mobs are not just you know chasing them all over the place before it was just you know someone would run through and get like a trail of mobs behind them they wouldn't bother fighting them because no, even at those that. levels even, you know with your that. tokyo gear and whatnot they were they weren't challenging. No, but you would never really do your mobs in Kingsmith because a lot of the dailies in TSW wasn't any zone; it was selected zones, and that also that that I mean that used to bother me as well because I had a couple of low level characters who weren't in Tokyo, so there was daily, certain dailies in the old game that I couldn't do, which is quite it was quite um, it excluded me from doing that. I like the way they've got the dailies. In, T in SWL because it doesn't exclude the zones. It doesn't make it a zone thing. It makes it um, just doing your dailies. Do it's a, a general, yeah. Yeah, and I really think that's a really good thing. That's a very positive thing to, to make sure all players can can, can participate. The, the problem I have is that players will take the path of least resistance and this is what we said about Kingsmouth. You know, I can go do my dailies in Kingsmouth. Now, the mobs used to aggro me in the old game yeah, in Kingsmouth, but I, I could just kill them quite easily. Whereas in Scotch Desert, when I was doing the old Kadoro missions, the mobs would aggro yeah. and it take a little bit longer to fight them, because I, you did aggro them. No matter what level you were, you would aggro the mobs in Scotch Desert. Oh, the Desert. dailies? Uh, yeah, the, We used to the do Kadoro. four marks of Kadoro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way to, back when. That pumping station, I used to hate that. I used to hate the mobs there. Um, so even too. Even though I was full purple uh, on my DPS gear and I was quite high level, I was I was maxed out in my, my rank, um, I was still fighting those mobs there. Right. So, I mean... Undoubtedly, we'll be talking more about the loot changes and, you know, how well it is received. If if the patch uh, goes live next week, hopefully it will go live early on in the week or midweek. So by the time Thursday comes along, we're actually able to comment uh, more on it. But for now, uh, let's move away from uh, the loot. <laughs> More any loot. one of you <laughs> we all like loot um any one of you play elementalism yes 
Okay, so I'll give this to you to explain. Oh, there's yeah. a number of elementalism changes that are coming up, the way that uh, it works. Um, there's going to be uh, idle, subtle changes with other weapons, uh, namely assault rifle. Uh, the grenades cooldown will be reduced and uh, it shouldn't cause certain issues. Uh, crashes and like that, uh, some with blood. Uh, they're also looking at ways of making tanks not feel overly tanky and not need a healer, especially on the lower levels. And Mags did say that he doesn't think that the abilities are too powerful. He thinks that the power level is fine, but then maybe they are lasting for too long. So that way players keep on, you know, just cycling them through because they overlap. So it creates kind of like a, I'm a god kind of situation. Yeah. And I don't need a healer. So they still are not sure how to solve that issue so that healers are more sought after. And there's, like, when it comes to tanks and healers, uh, we need more of them <laughs> in-game. Um, so anyone starting a new character, be a healer, be a tank. I know it's a thankless job, <laughs> but hey, someone's got to do it. Um, but yeah, elementalism changes. Now, I don't play elementalism. I never have in this game. So I have, I'm not really the right person to explain that. So Jin, take it away. Do, do as best as you can. <laughs> you see, I am casual, <laughs> but I will still try <laughs> to explain. Okay. Um, so the changes that are coming up, um, uh, they, they found a problem uh, with the start energy, it, it's not enough. It, it's like ramp up sort of DPS. So in in-game, um, if you have a, a ton of crit gear, um, that's fine. But when you're starting out and gearing up, uh, you will tend to overheat a lot. So that that's a problem that made elementalism less competitive with the other weapons. Um, to where elementalism would just be brushed off to the side to be, oh, well, you should only use it as a uh, second in, uh, offhand weapon and not a main hand. So they're trying to focus to where they could bring elementalism back to that main hand focus. Um, so they're saying that the heat level, um, again, will increase less on fire and electrical abilities and decrease more with uh, cold abilities. Basically the same, they're just... Uh, buffing it a bit. Uh, heat management will still be relevant in the in-game. Um, it's not going to be bad with the buff. Um, there's not going to be any more hot bar swap between the high heat and the low heat mode. Uh, it, was, it was a visual effect. Um, it's just a hot bar that change causes some delays and crashes that they had found. Uh, other things. Um, there are a lot of passives that are going to be over, not, they're going to be re-looking over. Uh, they're adding some damage to the passives as well to try to put that back up to uh, the main hand focus. Sorry, I'm just going over old notes. Uh, but it looks like they're trying, like, to me, I, I was a casual player for elementalism, so I didn't really notice that it wasn't such a great weapon then again i paired it with hammer so all my dps was pretty much fine as it was mm -hmm. 
Right, yeah. So basically what they're trying to do is equalize elementalism when it comes to to the strength of the DPS so that it's as viable as other weapons. I mean, Hammer has been on the radar for such a long time for being overpowerful and whatnot. And that goes way back to TSW. <laughs> Remember I Molten th- Steel crits? Holy. <laughs> yeah, I also think I th- is I that, think that um, they're trying to make it elemental as just doing heat management all the time. It's You'll have some that can do damage instead of just constantly uh, managing the heat levels. Yeah, it's it's a strange weapon, but I I think they're moving in a good way. Instead of uh, throwing nerfs all around, they're they're slowly trying to buff up the the neglected weapons, which is a hell of a lot of be- better than just throwing down those nerfs. Nerfs, but is, then it's better than that. Well, I was I was gonna say, you know, is it are the weapons nerfs nerfs are good if the weapons are OP in the first place. So is Hammer OP? I mean, technically Yeah. There's there's arguments between whether <laughs> Fist and Hammer is better, you know? I don't think so. I, 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 just, I just wonder, you know, if the reason... Do you know, do you know what I'm trying to get at? It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, is, is, it, is Elemental always been a good weapon? It's just that the other weapons are OP? It could have been, you know? I think uh, it's little uh, column A, little column B. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not just one side or the other. Uh, it has to be a little bit of both. Uh, because just because one weapon shines and other does not, uh, doesn't mean that the other is too powerful. But, you know, it could be that it is powerful. But like I said, the, on the other end of the spectrum, you know, there's an issue there. And they've discovered that and they've changed it. Uh, so as a result, it gets bumped up. So a lot of people who have played Elementalism or are currently playing Elementalism are looking forward to these changes. So like Jin said, it's a good change across the board, right? But, but is it is it a good change? Is it not just going if, to... If you start... Is, I think the whole point is is we don't know the baseline of damage that 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 Funcom want to achieve in this game, right? I, you know, and and that's the thing is is are they bringing elemental up to the baseline, or is hammer, which we all know is 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 doing some great damage, is that um, by design or is it just the fact that it's way above the baseline? So they've changed the. The, the kind of parameter of, of the scope well, of the weapon? Until we know that baseline, what that baseline is, we can't answer that question. No, we can't. <laughs> we but, can only speculate. But, but what it will do, though, is it might skew some of the mechanics in, in the, the rest of the games. Like, we're already seeing hammer users doing quite a lot of damage. So um, if you're then starting to raise the, the weapons up to the damage of hammer, then it means that dungeons are going to be quite I'm just talking from a dungeon aspect. Um dungeons are gonna be a lot easier now well, as well. It, th- that's that's with the whole balancing thing. If they do and they see they raise up the damage, well, you know, who's to say they won't raise the health of the bosses? 
that, that's, yeah. that's or where it maybe comes the in. Nerf hammer. We just do not know. Well, there ha- what, I, I thought there was stealth they, nerf to hammer. They, yeah, they did. They did. Um, but this is something that they keep on looking looking at because in rebranding TSW into SWL. Uh, they really genuinely wanted to achieve the balance between all the weapons so that you are not stuck with an underperforming weapon. You know, something didn't, oh my God, you're a DPS and you're using that weapon. No, you shouldn't, right? So they're trying to make every weapon viable for at least, you know, something. Certain weapons are going to be better for something else. You know, there's always going to be players who are going to uh, find ways of squeezing out as much as you possibly can, getting that rotation down pack uh, and achieving an ultra DPS. But for the, you know, just a regular Joe in the game, they, they won't really care as much about that. Yeah, and that's, I think that's what they're going for. Is this the regular Joe type of person? But that I guess regular we'll, we'll Joe see. is going to turn into a, an expert at some point. Like, I'm no expert on weapons. I just know what I like to use. And I like the visual effects of Elemental. I don't know why. It just maybe reminds me a little bit of like, Star Wars and. <laughs> and, and yeah. Well, yeah, yeah no, with the electric coming out my hands. I don't know. I, I kind of like. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't use elemental. I just use elemental when I'm PVE. Um. So, uh, and I, I effectively kill things. So that 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 works for me. Um. But yeah, it, it's just. Yeah, but you suck at healing. <laughs> oh. No. I suck at healing, so that's why no, I'm going to like stro- I stroke my EP by don't. using my elemental. Oh. No, for those of you who, I, I'm, that was a joke. That was meant as a joke. It <laughs> very just joke. healed me in a dungeon. She's crying. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm never gonna live this. No, battle. no. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of PvP players that would agree with I'm you. I'm never going into PvP when very does is alive. Oh, you have a target well, in your head. That's it. Healer, you know, <laughs> PvP rule 101. Never, never annoy never piss a, healer. a healer. Yeah, what? don't piss annoy? off a healer. Don't... You can annoy them, and they'll still heal you and bitch about it. But if you piss them off, <laughs> kiss your off, ass no. goodbye. <laughs> don't piss them off actually in dungeons or anything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or, or scenario. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily scenarios because I do damage in scenarios. But yeah, don't don't piss them off in dungeons either. No, <laughs> or layers. I love Veritas's heels. That's that's just putting it out there. You're fine, Auntie does. Okay, okay it's good. noted. Phew, Calendar's noted. Over here. No, no, it's okay. Diary noted. Um, <laughs> I have a blacklist. In fact, no, we won't talk about healer's blacklist. But yeah. <laughs> oh. So, in any case, uh, changes to elementalism are coming up, and uh, you know. We'll probably find out what the general consensus is on these changes once uh, the patch goes live and players have had time to, you know, play it and experience these changes and see how it's affecting their gameplay. So, Jin, that's going to be your task number one. (laughs) Oh, God, okay. I can do this. (laughs) 
Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can do anything you set your mind on. Okay, so another big thing uh, we did mention. Oh, uh, before we get like on the live stream, we're going to save the best for last. Um, I do want to bring your attention to the fact that there will be a consumable item uh, introduced with the new patch uh, from from what I remember is uh, a vendor in Agartha that will allow you you'll be able to purchase that consumable for like a few thousand moths uh, at least that's what Mag said now the price may change uh, so this particular consumable will allow you to summon a vendor wherever you are in game and then you'll be able to sell your things to that particular vendor, um, which is a great help because you won't have to zone somewhere else um, or, you know, take a trip back to Agartha and uh, vendor everything there. That's, oh, wow. I can't believe they listen. No, I, I can't. Uh, but th this is something we, we've been asking for, too. And we had something like this uh, in TSW, it, but only patrons got it, you know? It was the summonable bank, bank dude. Transdimensional bank. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the below pedestal. Yeah. That surprises um, me that I'm doing that, though, because, because doesn't that um, reduce the probability that people will buy more bank space? Or inventory space? Can well, we easily get rid of stuff? Well, sure, but come on now. Considering all the signets and upgrading stuff and whatnot, okay, it might be a little bit easier now because you'll actually, you know, be able to save all the XP that you've put into an item. But I don't think it's going to have that much of an impact when it comes to buying additional uh, slots. I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I just wondered because um, my big thing at the moment is cabal bank space. That is my big bugbear because, um, you know, two people have already left our cabal, well, my cabal, because there was never enough bank space. And... I had the same thing. Yeah. yeah, and, <laughs> I had the and... same thing. And there's no way that... Uh, you can actually, no. like, as a cabal, invest some moths and then exchange them for orm or something. I mean, that just opens up a whole can of worms. So that that way, you can actually upgrade uh, spaces in the in the cabal bank, if nothing else. You know, just make it allowable somehow. <laughs> yeah, that, so that, that you to can me, add spaces there. That that to me made. Um was a little bit strange um that, that it was almost like it was being cabal unfriendly um because there was and i think you're right auntie there's actually no option to upgrade your no. cabal bank either no right now you get 84 spaces i believe and that's it uh in tsw you different players could deposit packs into the cabal bank only certain people could uh, deposit, only certain people could uh, withdraw based on their level in the cabal. Um, and then you could purchase, as a cabal, you could purchase uh, regional uh, regional bosses for summoning. You can purchase a whole bunch of stuff. You can purchase basically anything that was on the auction house. 
in SWL, there, there isn't any, <laughs> any kind of that option. So your cabal bank is, has a limited space. There is nothing you can do about it. So even though we do have multi-faction cabals, I mean, how, how on earth are cabal, cabals that are like 500 players strong, how are they handling this issue? Because far, cabals with far less members are encountering this on a weekly basis. Well, there's only 10 in my cabal, so and well, I'm already, I had two people leave because of the cabal well, back the space. So. I know, I know, but here's the thing. A lo sometimes, like, a lot of players uh, may choose not to come into Discord or TeamSpeak or, you know, Skype, wherever it is that you guys hang out on voice. And all they see is that cabal members are dropping out, so they start leaving as well. So you, you're potentially faced with like mass exodus. Uh, and then it's like, well, <laughs> you know, so no one understands what's going on, but it's like, well, if everybody else is doing it, so am I. <laughs> well, I told the rest of my cabal members what was happening and they know them anyway, personally. But that aside, I totally agree with you, Antita, because um, the, the other thing is as well is that it means it's encouraging people to go make their own cabal so they can get the 84 spaces of cabal bank space and in turn they won't buy extra inventory space. So to me it seems a little bit, um, uh, it would be a better option if they gave the option to have cabal bank space. Mm -hmm. um, or if nothing else, you know, go go based on, based on something that your, um, your inventory for the cabal uh, kind of, you know, gets increased. Maybe not by much, maybe by five spaces, but even five spaces can sometimes mean, you know, quite a lot because you need different things for players just starting out, whereas you need completely different things for players at end game. Well, like, like you have a baseline and each player, like if you add a player to the cabal that adds X amount of spaces to your bank, that would that would be kind of nice. No, that would be abused. That would yeah, be yeah, abused. Yeah, be a you lot have of, cabals uh, of 500 yeah. people. Even now you have them. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean, but... how, how are they handling this issue, right? Because as, as a noob-friendly cabal, you need to be able to help those people with intricate glyphs, with certain signets, uh, with dungeon drops, especially three pip ones. Uh, you know, we used to, in the beginning when we started the game, our cabal bank was full. Like we didn't, we didn't vendor anything. A whole bunch of us, we would just be, or, you know, you could vendor some stuff in order to get the shards, but for the most part, it would be like, oh my God, does anyone have hammer? Does anyone have elementalism? Does anyone have this kind of head, uh, talisman? So you would then end up uh, putting those into the cabal bank and taking what you need in order to upgrade your items. And then, you know, people would uh, do the same thing with their uh, loot drops. So, I mean, it's, there's, there's probably different ways that this could potentially be implemented, but it really has to be done carefully because the last thing you want is, uh, you know, open it up for more debate and more 
bad stuff happening. And abuse. Well, yeah, it's just well, something well, that they they have to take in consideration for anything that they do. But what abuse happened in TSW? Where that 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 would be the starting point is was that abused in TSW? Um, I, I've never really heard anything of it being abused in TSW, but maybe maybe it was. You never know. It, it, it's one but, of the things. So, maybe what if? Well, well, is that the reason why it was never introduced here? That's that's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, so the other thing I would like to see is signet stacking. Yes, please. And uh, gadget yeah. UI. I'm sorry. I know they... Or make gadgets not freaking count toward the inventory space. I mean, come on. If you have someone who's gearing up... You, you first need something for soloing for scenarios and then you need something uh, as a DPS and then God forbid if you're <laughs> venturing into a secondary role uh, you know you need those gadgets as well so oh my god I just have lots of gadgets <laughs> yeah I just okay. sell them now <laughs> I I do too because I've got like one of everything and if I end up getting one on the on red level I forgot is it what is it it's not it's a uh, it's not mythic it's legendary Don't it's legendary the what? red one the red so line. if yeah. I end up getting red then I get rid of the if I haven't used it but even if I have used it I just vendor it so that it doesn't take up the inventory space. <laughs> the, the the only the good thing though is is by having this by having this is that um it actually makes the auction house quite dynamic because people sell. Mm-hmm. People sell but rather than sell hoard. Sell for peanuts. But you know what? Sell everyone will helps. I feel like well, I, I think a lot of people use it as an extra bag storage. I mean, it's like, uh, here go sell for two hundred or whatever. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I've heard that too. Because when when you see something. That usually goes for like uh, one thousand. Someone is selling it for hundred thousand. It's like for real. <laughs> I wish I had the hundred thousand just so I can, you know, purchase it and see. But you can never tell what the person <laughs> would do. They'll probably just go like, "Oh, hundred thousand moths. Sure, I'll take it." <laughs> or they probably hit zero one to me. <laughs> I logged into TSW the other day and I looked at my inventory, and oh my god, it scared me. Was um, it cluttered? <laughs> oh my god, it was I just know. terrible. Oh my goodness, it just, it's scary. So I kind of like the fact that we're having to be a bit better with maybe inventory management in this game. Yeah, but to me it doesn't help because here's the thing. I collect things for different events uh, that we sponsor for uh, like our own giveaways when we do them. So, you know, I check out the auction house on a daily basis at least once um, just to see what the prices are for pets for outfits and if I catch something that has a really good price I will purchase it and I'll put it in my inventory and then I'll be chuckling to myself and I'll be all happy because I've got a great present for someone down the line you know one of our <laughs> listeners Oh, well, we Maybe you need to like make a new character. Make a new character. And yeah, just put it in the Cabal Bank. Yeah, but new character slots are, what, a thousand? Aria? No, you can free to play. Oh, for a new account? Yeah, yeah, you just have to get up to level 15. Yeah. 
Well, I currently have 55 items in my inventory, and in order to increase that by five, it will cost me 600 orm. You guys are crazy. I still have 35 inventory slots, so... You still have them? Like, I yeah. have 47 <laughs> out of 55. Like, I, I have 17 out of 35. I've not bought one uh, to Jesus, Tron's woman. dismay. So how are you managing that? Because I've got one set of DPS gear on me now. I've got my set of uh, tanking gear that I'm gearing up. I've got glyphs that I'm uh, upgrading. I've got gadgets. I've got... To be fair, um, I know, I know Jimmy does up. the same thing. Yeah, it's the inventory game. Come on, guys. <laughs> the inventory management game. Yeah, he's only at we... 35 as well. We're, we're kind of like challenging ourselves, sort of. I, I only run DPS, so I don't have another system. And now with the anima allocation system, I don't really have to get another, you know, set. Ooh, there's, a, there's an idea. They need to let us grow our gadgets like we do our weapons. Internal Winter says in Twitch. That would be, that, that that would would be actually nice. be good. And it would make, it would make the, um... The gadgets cost a little bit more on the auction house, I think, because people yeah, especially would be if using you have them. it uh, all decked out with that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That would be something, because it's you basically just end up uh, giving it an XP, uh, and uh, you just add it. Well, technically, it's a weapon as already. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. See, people speak up. <laughs> not that anyone might listen to it uh well the thing is somehow all these ideas they always get back to the community management team to the dev team and you know if they like it if they see it as uh as viable and if the majority of the community you know really really wants it if they're vocal enough about it uh the Dev team really does make it work. Alrighty. Um, so, <laughs> now we come to the probably one of the most interesting things that uh, we have had come out uh, in TSW, in SWL, I should say. Uh, <laughs> something that is new to SWL, we did not have that in TSW. It's called the anima allocation. <laughs> what that is, it's basically a way to make yourself, to make your gear work more toward increasing your DPS, toward maybe increasing your tankiness or healing, depending on your gear, right? Uh, so what the way to access this is uh, by hitting N and uh, with the window pop-up, you will notice the tabs um, up top uh, where you have active abilities, passive abilities, and uh, your build manager. Well, in between those uh, or the third tab is going to be animal location. You can see it on the live stream right now. And... Uh, it's not designed as something that kind of replaces gear. 
So if you're thinking, oh, great, I'm just going to go as pure DPS, but then I'll just switch it all the way to tanking and then I'll go in a, into a dungeon as a tank and do absolutely fabulous. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> uh, the best way to actually do a role properly is still to uh, get uh, to level up all the proper talismans and weapons and signets and glyphs and whatnot. This is meant to help you out uh, by say, um, as a tank, you know, you notice your group needs a little bit more DPS uh, and you're getting great heals. So you might wanna adjust that slider <laughs> within that triangle to go more toward the DPS role where you actually do a little bit more damage and you know that way helping the team beat the boss faster because some as we know they're a DPS race uh, it can also go in a different direction you know sometimes you know it goes between say in scenario you know you need you kind of need to be a little bit more tankier than you would um, in just a general zone, uh, or you may require a little bit more healing. So you can always slide it into the role that you need uh, a little bit more out of. Um, so it's, it's definitely something that seems interesting. What do you guys think? It makes having multiple type of weapons for like a specific you know, tank kind of obsolete a little bit because you can just slide that slider over the tank and be a biggest tank tanker ever no well, you can't you can't they, they yeah. said so they mm -hmm. said so you're not able to replace the gear so just because you go you push that slider all the way down and boom you're a tank now but i mean you could like glyphs and signets they do not change okay it's just your baseline item power stats uh, so those change based on the level of the item, um, but nothing else does. So you can't use the same. This is designed to kind of maybe fine tune uh, certain problematic bosses, or like I said, sometimes DPS is not enough, or you know, uh, your healer might not be as geared up so you need to go full tank like full 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 on tank or you know on the other uh hand of uh end of the spectrum you know it could be a completely reverse situation so i think it's more about it's almost acting as augments where you kind of fine-tune your build <laughs> and you're able to do it actively you know i'm wondering how it's going to um yeah, because they just didn't quite focus on this. I, I wonder how it's going to affect here. Like, you know, we have our, um, like, what, the tank neck is, like, the medallion, and the DPS neck is the pendant. Like, will will they all have different sets, or will they all have different number baselines, if, we, if you will? Or will actually having the two different sets of gear now itself, yeah, be obsolete? Those will not be obsolete. Again, the best way to do a role is to get that particular uh, talisman and weapon set hmm. with uh, appropriate glyphs and signets. Glyphs, signets, and procs from special weapons, special talismans, 
they do not change. It's just the baseline, uh, baseline, um, what you might call it, yeah, number. Yeah. Yeah, that just adds you a little bit more protection or a little bit more heels or a little bit more DPS. I think we need to remember why this was introduced. And I think Tilties did say it was to help healers and tanks yeah. um, who had to do PVE damage. Right, right, right. If they were farming. In scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not even in... I, I, I got the impression, not just in scenarios, but from doing dailies. So like me as a healer, starting out as a healer, I had to actually farm two sets of gear at the same time because I had to do my dailies, which involved damage, um, unless I healed them to death um, or talked them to death. That's <laughs> an um, but yeah, um, so so for me, this would have been really useful because then I wouldn't have had to, I could have concentrated on my heal gear, which would probably now be red as opposed to putting all the stuff into my DPS gear so that I was actually able to play. So it's, it's a bit of a yeah. balance. And that's really why I think, as Antida was saying, it's it's all about fine-tuning. It's, it's not necessarily to help people uh, maybe in dungeons or layers or whatever, because that's when the specific roles are still required. You're either a tank or you're a healer or you're a DPS. But for those of us who were maybe tanks and healers starting out it's maybe to encourage more tanks as well and it's also if you're starting off as pure dps uh, what survivability do you have in order to do solo content right certain bosses might be unman unmanageable for you but using this anima allocation you can go a little bit more tankier where you get that little you know push that extra push when it comes to extra protection that just lets you you know beat that boss uh, or beat that rare or whatnot you know so it's not meant to oh, completely over like you just gear up one set of gear and then using this anima allocation you can just switch it to whatever role you want and off you go and bang that, you know you're a thinking. healer my, no, my understanding no. but it be wrong and it's because you still have signets yeah. and glyphs that are not meant for that role now that you know? a little extra so you don't get you any have. of the extra benefit that you need in order like you can put on a dps set and go into a dungeon and slide it all the way down to heels and then expect to heal i don't think it's designed for that but <laughs> you know what <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, no, my, you're, you're no, right, no, no, you're right. My my understanding from what Tilty said is this was to help people who were starting out in the game who were either tanks or healers and they were having to, to, to level up two sets of gear. That's what I understood from it, that it didn't actually yeah. replace the roles like the Holy Trinity in, in, in dungeons or scenarios or layers that it wasn't meant to replace that. It was to help those of us who chose to go down the more difficult path of healing yeah. or tanking. And now, do actually... you think... Go ahead, sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just going to say it and actually help us with our quality of gameplay. That, that's that's what I took from it. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. Um, but do you think that a new player uh, who joins the game... Uh, or maybe who, you know, 
is a bit of a recluse, <laughs> uh, you know, likes to play solo, uh, doesn't really check on the news and stuff like that, sees this and thinks exactly the same thing. Oh, wow. So now I can switch between all three roles. So uh. let me just sign up as a tank or as a healer for a dungeon <laughs> do you think we'll have those kinds of situations oh yeah, oh, yeah. definitely it, as it's starting out and and as we know animal allocation it's only going to be available for characters level 20 and above so i'm assuming like they do with the fusion there's going to be some probably form of pop-up that says oh hey you can use this now and hopefully it'll explain how to use it at least yeah if not that's a suggestion <laughs> I, I would hope they would have like a little pop-up or something to say kind of like a walkthrough yeah a walkthrough not only that but to specify what this is intended for or what is not intended for like you know put up a warning yeah you know don't do certain things don't don't go all crazy creepy on us <laughs> or maybe what they could do you know like the um the little videos for your weapons and what they are have something like that yeah i don't think they have enough time in order to do that unless no. they've done it already uh but it's definitely a valid idea to have some sort of a tutorial on what this is and here's the thing because we've never had it in the game before uh, to at least not like this well not at all <laughs> but uh, this is something that people are going to be tweaking I nearly said twerking I'm gonna go twerk as a healer now <laughs> oh, I twerk right, well <laughs> yeah, I can hear a very good, like, yeah, well, hmm. <laughs> sure you hey, will. We need a twerking take. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I lost my train of thought. Twerking didn't mean. <laughs> I seriously lost my train of thought. Never mind, moving on. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the, some sort of a tutorial Oh yeah, this is what I wanted to say. So this system is completely new to every player, regardless of how long they've been playing the game, whether TSW or SWL. So there's going to undoubtedly be some guides out there uh, that people put out, uh, you know, that are going to, players that are going to be crunching the numbers and saying, well, it's viable for this or in this occasion, but not in this occasion or not for this particular content so i'm pretty sure that the community as you know always is going to be uh shining a spotlight on this especially in the very beginning and uh, we'll definitely on this podcast bring you more information about it uh, if there's any kind of guides that come out on reddit or the unofficial forums or anywhere else We'll dig it up <laughs> and uh, we'll let you know about them. So yeah, that, that was like the biggest thing that uh, they saved for the end of the stream, um, which is quite a big thing. It's been teased uh, by Tilty, of course. Who else but Tilty? The pro. Yeah, the pro. The Tilty. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to continue on with that line of thinking. Um, so yeah, I mean, there is, 
we're definitely going to be talking about all of these, you know, uh, once these changes do go live and we as players are actually able to, you know, play with them a little bit more and see how, how everything kind of blends in together and, you know, what are, what we think about them. So just a little, um, we've come to the community part of the podcast uh, for tonight. Um, just a little update when it comes to Extra Life. Um, collectively, TS or SWL's community has raised over 17,000 US dollars. That is pretty darn awesome, if you ask me. So congrats to absolutely everyone who has participated, uh, who has been raising funds uh, for the better part of the year. Uh, I'm not going to name anyone, but whoever has gone through any kind of, uh, you know, extra stuff that they had to do in order to collect uh, and fundraise, um, hats off to you. Absolutely fantastic work. And of course... Thank you to all those who have donated. Great job. So we did have the Buzzing Info Roundup for the week ending November 3rd. You can find it on secretworldlegends.com website under the section for the news. This is what Andy posts uh, every week where he gives you the roundup of what has been happening. Kind of like what we do here, but we just do it in more in-depth and we provide our own opinions. <laughs> um, so a lot of stuff has happened uh, after Extra Life Marathon. Uh, what you can see on the stream right now is a pic of uh, a lot of people who have uh, managed to get in-game with Andy uh, the day after Extra Life, and uh, they have uh, taken a joint picture. Andy... Andy, uh, on the day of the marathon, uh, he was in Agartha and he was giving out uh, his shirts uh, to people. His shirt, I should say. He's <laughs> taking shirt. shirt right off his back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a big, giant purple uh, chibli uh, in the middle of Agartha, just hopping and bopping <laughs> around. So that was pretty darn cute. Um, and uh, yeah, lots of players there. So I ended up being one of the lucky ones. I got his shirt. Yes. I I am disappointed. I could not be there. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I couldn't either. Next it, was, year. it was a busy weekend. Next. Oh year. yeah. I mean, I was lucky. Life. I was lucky to be in game at that time, and I was watching. Actually, Griff <laughs> was streaming at the time for Extra Life, and I was watching her uh, live stream and uh, I just went on her live stream and I was like, oh my God, you have to come to Agartha. Look what Andy's been up to. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully she got a shirt too. <laughs> but she was actually able to uh, show a little bit of it on the stream as well for Extra Life. So that was pretty cool. Alrighty. Uh, so tomorrow from what they didn't post anything. Uh, Andy didn't post anything about the dev stream tomorrow, right? There is no dev stream tomorrow. Right. So they're probably going back to the bi-weekly. 
uh, dev streams, which means that the next one will be happening on November 17th, Friday, November 17th. Hopefully, Hopefully yeah. at its usual time, uh, at its usual place on funcom.tv forward slash, no, sorry, twitch.tv forward slash funcom. Um, and if you've missed the last one, uh, go to that same address and then go under videos uh, and you'll see past broadcasts and uh, you'll be able to watch previous streams directly from there. And of course, you can also using exactly the same thing you can get to uh the stream from october 28th when we did uh, the halloween spooktacular fashion contest that was absolutely fantastic get ready with some popcorn and you know <laughs> some drinks because it took us nearly four hours to do it <laughs> but it was so much fun um so in other news um origami soldier has shipped uh, the pre-ordered lapel pins. Now, a lot of you have already received theirs. I have received mine yeah. and I, I saw love the them. post. They're pretty cool. Congrats. There's, okay, there's only like, I think 28 left for people yep. to buy. So if you can buy it, cause like, I'm, I'm super jealous of you guys. They I look awesome. Oh. They really look awesome. They yeah. do. They're making new types too. Like uh, they're working on a League of Monster Slayers thing, so I'm super excited to see how that comes out. Well, I'm I I want to get another set because one I have now, I just want to keep for being nice and have the other one for you know, taken out. Oh yeah, well they have 28 slots left. So. I know, but um yeah, but it's I a pre-order. It's yeah. a pre-order. It costs 40 bucks US dollars, so it doesn't come very cheap. But it's <laughs> but well it's worth something, it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It is something that is completely uh, unique to this particular game that we play and love. And uh, it comes in a beautifully arranged uh, box. Um, and uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, hopefully the one that uh, our podcast ordered is going to be here soon. And uh, one of our lucky listeners might actually have a chance to win it soon. Just saying. They also ship, they also ship outside the U.S. Yes. Yeah, they ship globally. Uh, but... It doesn't tell you how much that would cost. I would imagine it's standard. Like, um, see, US is is about ten dollars, where outside is about twenty dollars to at least the EU. Yeah, I guess it depends. But you can, if you're wondering about the cost, you can always contact uh, Origami Soldier on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and inquire about it. And. Uh, like uh, what I actually started saying before uh, to finish that, these are pre-orders. As uh, Jin mentioned, there's 28 sets that are still available at a cost of 40 US dollars per set. Now, if uh, this is actually going to be open for pre-orders until December 31st, from what I understood, and then if it does not sell the 28 remaining sets remaining as of today uh, then 
all the pre-orders uh, that have actually been put in will be canceled. So we need to hit the other 28 sets. Um, so that way by December 31st, in order for people who have ordered, so there would be like what, 12 people. I don't know how many of them um, ordered already, but um, so more people need to order them. This is the second batch that has uh, been made available for pre-order. Uh, the previous one has sold out oh my God. and the individual ones have sold out as well. So there's only seven sets left. I just checked. Wow. Okay. So act now. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so <laughs> well, oh man, I am. I I was hoping that it would be extended because you know payday is not for another week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now also, um, do you want to bring your attention? Uh, Origami Soldier it does have a poll up uh, that you can vote on where you choose your top three NPCs from a list that you wanted to see as a pin. Now, this voting ad ends on November 31st, so you still have like two-thirds of the month in order to, in order to cast your vote. Um, you can go to their Twitter, uh, and uh, it's Origami Soldier, I think. Uh, I think it's... Um, yes. It is? I thought it was something different. Like oh, no, it's Damon... Damon, let me copy it. Damon Soul or some? No. No. Um, I, I oh. put the link in chat. Okay. Damon or Soul. Yep. Yeah. So in any case, if you do not know anything about it, uh, you can always go to our Twitter account and you can use the link from there to connect you directly uh, to Origami Soldier and their store on Envy where you do the pre-order. Um... Now, Animation, uh, if you didn't know, they put out uh, also, um, just like Ravenna, Ravenna does a summary of the dev stream, Animation does a, more like a review of the stream, equally both as good and, uh, you know, really, really great for someone who is not able to be there for the live stream uh, on Fridays when it happens. Uh, and uh, people just want to kind of update and catch up with everything that's been going on. So Animation has produced some pretty cool picks. Uh, one is for Templar, uh, at least I think, you know, it's yes. for Templar. <laughs> Honor Bound, and it's a pretty cool pick. And uh, the other one, of course, is for the Illuminati. Uh, the True Blue. <laughs> I'm not sure if those are like the final drafts, uh, but they are absolutely pretty cool, and uh, can't wait for the for the final dragon one that I'm hoping it it's coming. <laughs> Anima animation right now is in Twitch chat. Uh, hello, hello to you. Um, so you know, that's that's some pretty pretty creative, I... pretty cool work. If you notice on the pictures, they're using the PvP outfits as the outlines. No, I didn't even that, catch on to that. That's oh my really God. awesome. Yeah. So great job, Anima. Oh, well, this is right. Very, I know what your Christmas present is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, getting those. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Alrighty, so yeah, I mean, do check it out. Uh, animation. Um, what is? No, that would be cool. It's a healer at pen. Anima underscore Nation on Twitter. So yes. go there and follow them for more cool stuff. It's in. Uh, it's also Anima Nation dot com. That's their website as well. See, that would be a cool pen. Wouldn't it's a healer it? pen, yeah, a PvP healer pen, because it's a, it's a, oh, I'm not even going to try to attempt to pronounce it in Italian, but it's um like the Death Doctor mask. Yeah, yeah, the um the plague that, doctor. Yeah, the plague yeah. plague doctor. Yeah, plague doctor. Oh my God! Did you guys see what Lone Monkey just posted in Twitch what? chat? The official Secret Asylum playing cards, uh, <laughs> kill for peace. He did this uh, great artwork for Mamales. Huh. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, my God. Oh, this will have to be shared, Little Monkey. This is fantastic. Oh, my God. I love it. We should talk. We should talk more, you know, about you maybe doing stuff. She wants a card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hint, hint. I was thinking more along the podcast, but okay. Oh, okay. A podcast if you push card. it, you know. <laughs> if you do it on the side. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All righty. So another two uh, friends of our podcast uh, are friends as well and uh, great players and role players. Uh, Insane and Vomer, uh, they're putting up uh, Story Night November. Yes, it will be uh, November 18th at 8 p.m. EST uh, at Axel's in Agartha. It's uh, right at the fire pit. Um, so just meet up on Insane or Vomer, and I'll spell that in chat as well if you guys are interested. If uh, they're always on the Discord, um, they're always on Twitter as well. If you are a role player and interested in meeting other role players too, it's a great way to connect. Absolutely. And I think they've done this before, right? And it was yes, very, very times. successful. Yeah. So it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And when I say it's pretty good, it means it's fantastic. <laughs> but I just use fantastic and amazing way too much. So I kind of watered it down, but not because I wanted to. <laughs> um, but no, it is fantastic. <laughs> okay, now that I've put my foot in my mouth. Um, so I think that brings us to the end of uh, tonight's show. Um, really great discussions when it comes to the upcoming changes, especially about the loot. Uh, didn't expect that to generate such a discussion, but oh wow. Uh, I guess we're going to be hearing more next week, uh, hopefully. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to know more about what will or rather what has happened in the last week in SWL. Uh, do join us uh, next uh, next Thursday live here on Twitch, or you can catch up uh, with one of our remastered episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or holosweetmedia.com. Uh, you can always follow us on Twitter at BeyondTSW or on Facebook, uh, BeyondTSW again. And uh, yeah, 
we try to bring you all the latest and greatest about this fantastic game. So until next week, have fun gaming. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's broadcast of Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and be sure to check holosuitemedia.com and iTunes for our remastered shows and more. You can follow us on Twitter at BeyondTSW. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email to beyondtsw at gmail.com and join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Beyond the Veil, a place where hilarity always ensues. We'll